afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. Um, you know, today I'm, I'm I'm in a very sober mood. Not, and I think I am. I a lot of the time I am these days. I do, I don't know why. I guess there's just so much to reflect on. You know, the the the, the scripture that says, "Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil." is looking around looking to see who he will devour i think that's in first peter 5 7 i may be wrong I'll, I'll check that and you know and write it properly in the description but i i've always read that scripture but i always looked at it in a very narrow context i saw it in the context of you know maybe just my own personal life maybe something that had to do with you know i, I saw it in a very very I would say narrow and micro, you know, I, I didn't, it didn't have as much of a deep meaning as it does to me now. And the title of today's musing is the days are evil. I, I know I have said this phrase several times in my, a lot of the early musings, particularly um, some that I did around, I think it was when I said something about woe to the wicked or so, you know, and a lot of the musings around that when I came to realize that really there's a very ferocious battle going on between the uh, between the forces of darkness and the kingdom of light and um, which reminds me, I need to do an episode about that war in heaven experience between um, you know the devil and his angels and 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 God's um, crew. I, I need to just do a musing on that, but I trust God to lead me when we do that. But I I realized that there was a a real ongoing battle between darkness and light on earth, good and evil, and I think it has been ramping up in the last few years. I know every generation believes that they are worse than the others, but I think honestly, I, I, I will struggle to think of a time when, at least in our modern history, you know, by the time books were available, you know, and, you know, I, I, I struggle to think of a time that was more evil than the time that we're in. Maybe, you know, unless we are looking at the periods of the world wars, you know, probably, maybe 1940s, you know, and, and even at that, you know, the world wars took place in certain parts of the world. There wasn't like wars everywhere. But uh, I think what is is just upsetting about this what we are in right now is there's just pockets of evil everywhere. You know, there are pockets of evil. It's, so it's not it's not like we're not fighting a global war apart from the pandemic, but. There's just pockets of evil in communities, in societies, in households, in families. You know, there, there was a period when, you know, if it's not domestic violence, it's gender-based violence, it is rape, it is murder, it is kidnapping, you know, human trafficking. You know, there's just so much evil. The capacity of men to think of the most evil things to do is just amazing. And... They revel so much in that evil that is being done that it's scary. And, you know, so on one hand, you have the murderers and the bloodletters. On another hand, you have the thieves. Then on another hand, you have the liars. And then the, I would 
see another category the enablers which is the people who i hear no evil speak no evil most of us and then we have the activists the people that challenge all of that and we see what happens to those people all over the world and the reason why it's so easy to single them out for persecution is because there are so few there are few people that will stand up to the liars even fewer that will stand up to the thieves much much less that we stand up to the murderers and the bloodletters and if that trend continues what kind of world are we building for ourselves and i'm speaking to myself not just because i know that i am as guilty of what i am saying as the next person i am not an activist although at heart i am but i i am not vocal about it in the public arena but at in at my heart in I'm an activist it actually makes a lot of what goes on on unchecked it makes my blood boil i you know i i i it makes me it have you know i feel bad i really really feel bad so sometimes i pray you know sometimes i i i do certain things i make declarations of judgment against them like for the blood of the innocent that was shed for instance in the lucky incident which we all now know is a massacre contrary to all the lies that were stolen that were said i had always prayed that god will unearth what happened and to the glory of god he has done that i'm so grateful to him incontrovertible evidence has come out to show that indeed there was a massacre of innocent civilians on the night of the 20th of october 2020 at the Lekki Toll Gate in Lagos, Nigeria. And all of the lies that that may have been told to try to cover up what is really not justifiable, God has exposed everything. Justice has not yet been done, but at least the lies have been uncovered. Testimonies have been given, evidence has been submitted, survivors have come out to testify. We've seen the injured. We've seen victims, you know, let's just say that a lot has come out, but it took a long time. And while, we did, while we're still trying to make sense of what was factual and what was not, the liars were having a field day. So, and this is not unique to, you know, my own local environment. We hear all these stories everywhere around the world. So when the Bible says in, um, in Ephesians 5, 16 that the days are evil I, I i i think he's really referring to you know he was paul was speaking of his own days then because of maybe because of the persecution against the church now it's it's, it's everywhere so the days are are, are are really evil and i think what is happening is because i think we are normalizing certain types of behaviors in, you know, and uh, like I said, I think countries around the world are seeing evidence of this. You know, we're just it's we're normalizing what shouldn't be normal normalized. And um, just before I came on to record this broadcast, I read on social media a story of a a brother and sister in my home country who had apparently allegedly according to the story i mean you know let's just say that they 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 uh, they lured a girl to a location 
with the intent to kill her simply because she was seen as a romantic interest threat to the sister to you know to, to, to the sister so um, two siblings went ahead and you know God took her out of the way and well the case is in court right now there were videos running all through social media and so there there were photographs videos of the the siblings as they were leaving the courtroom and um, there was no iota of anything that looks like a semblance of remorse and again like I said these are allegations nobody is sure of anything but that's what was going on so for me, I I honestly think, and I want to read what the scripture says here, because I think that if care is not taken, and I'm really speaking to myself here, because when the standards are so low in society, you, it is, it is, it's harder for you to, to for for me or for any of us for me to meet the um, standard of Christ because I will if I I would literally have to close my eyes to what's going on in the environment for me to know when I am not doing well or I'm not you know whether I'm right or wrong because you know everybody's just normalizing you you're normalizing lies normalizing theft normalizing and even the public officials that are supposed to be setting a good example they are even leading the cause in fact that's the worst aspect of it all so what you find now is because because protection for life for property and all those things are not sacrosanct people you know people take um, you know take the law into their own hands so, you know, gradually moving towards a state of anarchy and evil. And I do not think that is a law and order approach that resolves many of these things. It's about leading by example. But I don't want to digress too much because, um, you know, this is not a, a yeah, this is about, this is, a, this is not a political podcast, it's about Christ. But I just think that for, I think when the Bible says that the days are evil, I I personally see that the world cannot be my standard at this time. I have never felt a stronger urgency to know God for myself as I as I feel now. Because I think and like I said, this may be just my own part of the world. I don't know. Maybe it's different for you know, you wherever you are you are. But I think we're in a survival of the fittest world. I think even the race for the vaccines. By the developed world, you know, I always use coronavirus examples. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, people, countries buying three, four times the vaccines that they need, you know. It's, we're just, everybody's just so concerned about self-survival. Nobody's looking at the big picture. Big picture, even on the secular level, big picture on the spiritual level. And when I say nobody, I just mean that generally. Of course, there are people who are who are outliers and doing what is right on behalf of you know others. But by and large, mainstream-wise, it's it's not that way at all. So I'm going to read Ephesians chapter five, 
from verse 1 to 18 um, and I think it's 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 going to just I think I was actually trying to think about where I should start reading from and I felt well let me start reading from the beginning because I think the entire narrative is is um, speaks to what is going on now and honestly I, w- I would really really like to hear you know feedback from any of you as well you know wherever part of the world you are listening from you can send me a voice message through anchor or you know through the email there however if you want to reach me i really want to hear you know a lot of what i'm feeling and i'm sensing do you feel is this you know am i alone in all of this do you feel this way as well so reading from verse one of ephesians 5 it says be ye therefore followers of god as dear children and walk in love as christ also hath loved us and hath given us for himself and hath given himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice to god for a sweet smelling savor but fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness let it not be once named among you as becometh saints neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting which are not convenient but rather giving of thanks for this ye know that no whoremonger nor unclean person nor covetous man who is an idolater hath any inheritance in the kingdom of christ and of god let no man deceive you with vain words for because of these things cometh the wrath of god upon the children of disobedience be not ye therefore partakers with them for you were sometimes darkness but now are ye light in the lord walk as children of light for the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth proving what is acceptable unto the lord and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness but rather reprove them for it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret but all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light for whosoever doth make manifest its light is light for whatso for whatsoever doth make manifest is light i'm thinking i shouldn't have read this in king james version wherefore he says awake you that sleep and arise from the dead and christ shall give you light see then that you walk circumspectly not as fools but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil wherefore be don't be unwise but understand what the will of the lord is and be not drunk with wine wherein there is excess but be filled with the spirit speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing and making melody in your hearts to the lord i think i should stop giving thanks always for all things unto god and the father in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ so I would actually want have wanted to stop on verse 18 because that's where it says don't be drunk with wine wherein is excess but be filled with the spirit so it says we should walk as what we should walk circumspectly in other words we should walk with discretion with with knowledge with wisdom it says not as foolish people but as people who are wise redeeming the time because the days are evil and before then he starts talking about the unfruitful works of darkness things that people have done that things that is even a shame to talk about in secret so so i guess the church of uh, you know ephesus at the time must have been really very reprobate place because the way paul is talking about it you know they, they must have really been it must have been a very idolatrous and what's that word now riotous living kind of um 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 um, how would i say nation or society that sort of thing so he was cautioning the church to realize that we cannot live and walk the same way as the people of the world are doing 
you know and i i guess that was the comparison you know he was drawing telling them that before you know you used to be you were children of disobedience you know and that don't let anybody deceive you that you can continue in that lifestyle even when you're a christian he says because it's because of those very things that the wrath of god comes upon the children of disobedience he starts off by saying no homemonger no unclean person no covetous person who is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of christ and of god and he says the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth so and he says proving what is acceptable unto the lord so i i think i can relate with the spirit of what paul was trying to say here because i think i also my observation my reflection is that the, the society around me the world around me the information it's putting in my head every day is survival of the fittest what the end justifies the means whatever you can do to get ahead to give yourself an edge it is okay it is right to do it so long as you don't get caught you know and um, you know culture of impunity you know if, if you have the power anything you have that is within your power to do that is in your benefit and your interest just do it you know don't worry about the consequences the consequences will take care of themselves you cross that bridge when you get to it you know very very short-term thinking and when i say short-term i mean short-term as in in this life because i think when the bible says the love of christ constrains us what really keeps one person from you know most of us from not behaving in a particular way is because of a long-term view if somebody slaps you you know and you turn the other cheek it's not that you don't know how to slap the person back it's just that you have looked you've, you've thought ahead and felt if i slap this person back it may trigger off a chain of events that i may not have control of and by the way i may escalate this thing further somebody may get hurt let me just look for how i walk away from this i am really angry i'm really upset but i'm not going to come down to this person's level i don't you know i have children at home you know you're, you're taking a long-term view so you that that keeps you from responding in the way that your flesh would have ordinarily wanted you to respond that kind of thinking we are not seeing it all <laughs> with a lot of people now a lot of reaction is in the moment it's not thinking about the long-term consequences of the actions that we are taking today so it's very very dangerous when it's very when the bible says the days are evil it's very true because a lot of us will unknowingly take action today that will come and haunt us in future i'm not even talking of future of eternal life but even future on this earth with this kind of thinking that has is becoming prevalent and like i said forgive me if this is not you know this is not your experience or this yeah it's not what you is this is not your experience let's put it that way but this is what i am observing around me and like i said not just in my own environment but what i'm getting from the conversations that are happening globally like i said even political leaders even the coronavirus response the same thing that was done with ppes that was done with ventilators you know this is exactly what they're doing with the vaccine as well scrambling for the thing and no one is looking at the fact that until the entire world is safe no one is safe because you don't know what sort of mutations will be happening in other parts of the world today it's, it's yesterday is uk after that south africa which other parts of the world again isn't it just common sense to say let's let there be an a relatively even spread yes definitely the wealthier countries will have more 
but let there be also a way in making sure that even those who can't afford to buy three times what they need still get to have some within the same timelines but that's a digression and that's not really what i'm talking about i'm just talking about here what i'm sensing in terms of the fact that the survival of the fittest short-term thinking the end justifies the means machiavellian myself before others um mindset that is taking over a lot of our um, values and the way we, we look at things I need to find a way to make sure I do not allow myself to be influenced by that way of thinking that was what Paul was telling the church in, in, in you know in Ephesus at that time as well he was drawing comparisons with behaviors that were prevalent outside and telling them that they should remember that as Christians God is holding them to a higher standard and that they are no longer children of disobedience and they should walk circumspectly they should not be ignorant of what's going on in the environment and that they should take care to keep themselves unspotted and unblemished from the things of the world but they shouldn't be overcome by evil but rather overcome evil with good and make the best of the time that they have knowing fully well that there are lights in the middle you know in the midst of a crooked and a perverse generation i think that's sound counsel for me now a sound counsel i don't want to and, and you know i and sometimes i you know sometimes i i worry i'm concerned that in these musings i may sound a little bit preachy or holier than thou thou i hope that is not the case because that's not at all who i am i, I struggle a lot with a lot of things but i would rather fall short of the standard of god and know that i have fallen short than to get to the point where i convince myself that right is wrong i mean that wrong is right and that is where my area of concern is anybody can fall into sin of any kind but when there is no sense of remorse there's no sense even after i mean as in no sense of wrongdoing that's the one i can't deal with as in you know when i say i can't deal i'm like i don't even want to be that kind of person I want to be the kind of person who, even when I do something wrong, I am ashamed of myself. You know, after I'm caught, I'm found out. I am I am upset, not that I was found out, but ashamed of myself for having let myself down. That's the kind of person I want to be. And there will be times that I will fall short of the standard of Christ. But in those moments, I want to be like, you know, how David, David was so remorseful, you know, about what he did. I don't want to be the kind of person that will be saying, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't really do anything, you know, no, 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 you know, lying and deflecting on what I know that I did and trying to push the blame on other people. Anyways, I think I'll just leave it like that. The days are evil. May God help all of us to walk circumspectly, um, not being deceived with vain words and separating ourselves from the, you know, the works of darkness and and just living as you know yielding ourselves unto god as a light you know light in the you know walking as children of light that's what the scripture says that's what he said he says you know you are now light in the world so you should walk as children of the light actually that's that's i think that's what you know that's really what he's saying if your father is god in heaven then you know emulate your father you don't emulate the father of you know the children of disobedience i think that's just it so 
the days are evil god is calling us to righteousness his people he's calling us to stand out as children that will not go in the way of the world and right now there's very little differentiation i ah it's so it's so tough to see people actually standing out there you know it's 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 tough it's hard it's it's rare but i i trust god that god will and there's no point in my expect i mean that god will help me to be the kind of christian that i know that i should be that his word wants me to be the kind of child that he wants me to be the kind of disciple that he wants me to be the kind of follower of christ that i should be and not just be someone that is just talking about it a hearer of the word and not a doer because god says that it is the doer that is blessed in his in his deeds so yeah i i thank you for listening and um i wish you a wonderful day and um remain blessed stay lifted stay you know just stay glorious and may the peace of god continue to abide upon you and yours and let's you know continue on this journey with the lord he will take us to where um, he wants us to be at the end of the day you know the bible says that god is looking for them that will worship him in spirit and in truth you know this is this is not about it's not just about what we say but it's about what we say what we think in our hearts when no one is looking so yeah i, I trust god that god will do that work and you know cause his purpose for our lives my life your life our lives together you know to be fulfilled all to his glory in jesus name amen thank you so much for listening god bless you